Guys! Lock the doors! Board the windows quick! Well, define quick, because I was going to take a dab. Now, where is that torch? Holy <laughs> shit! What's going on? One of them bit me! Uh, I heard from Sid's Viagra dealer that there's an outbreak. What kind? Oh, no. I hope it isn't the itchy kind. They say people are turning into monsters. Uncontrollable, mean, fierce, uh, uh, terrible. Tim, what the fuck? Are you alright, man? Uh, I think I'm starting to change. Wait, so you turned into John? Hey, welcome to Magic and Hash. Now we can have a great show. <laughs> Magic and Hash. <laughs> wacky. Ready for some wacky news. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. Whatever it is, I know I need it to my life. And one thing comes to mind when I say, I want to blaze it for days. Take me away. Welcome to Blazing Cavity. My name's Tim, and joining us from Sid's Oil Cart Review, Sid Swami. Yeah, man, the Sid Swami oil cart review. So send me your oil carts and I will review them. Uh, send me them, please. <laughs> All of them. And a man who loves arguing so much, he intentionally parks in the wrong spot so he can tell the judge to fuck off. John Holland! So you're talking about like the oil carts you have to steal in Red Dead Redemption 2? Those kind of oil carts? Are people even still playing Red Dead Redemption 2? I thought it was all about the motherfucking Apex Legends oh my God, now, dog. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah oh, like, I'm all in on some Apex Legends, dog. That's my shit. Literally everybody I know has uh, stopped doing whatever they're doing, caring for their children, uh... Filing their taxes to play Apex Legends. I don't know what Apex Legends is. I'm I'm sure you're going to tell me, but I'm back to playing Magic. And and I think we should change this back to a Magic podcast, guys. What do you think? Fuck that. Fuck Magic. Apex Legends for life. So Apex Legends pretty much just like, it's basically Fortnite with, you know, cooler shit added. Like, they have cool finishers now. And uh, there's like eight different classes uh, so it, it's a bunch of different play styles and, you know, it's like still got all the customization aspects and you still are like in these huge arenas where they keep getting smaller and smaller because of the ring. But, you know, like, I don't know, man, I definitely think that it's way better than Fortnite. I always thought Fortnite was kind of like 
cartoonish and stupid looking. Never really got into it. Um, I thought PUBG was pretty cool, but it's never on PS4. So now I feel like I have a game I can play on PS4 that is like a cool, manly battle royale game. Oh, see, that's the appeal because I did not realize that Player Unknown was not on PlayStation. So this is yeah. this is pretty much like you know a serious uh, battle royale for people on PlayStation. Okay, I got it. Yeah, I think I've been playing My Little Pony. Well. I feel like we talked about incels last week, but if you bring up My Little Pony, I mean, we can we can definitely isn't hop into some the, more neckbeard fringe. Isn't that the bronies? Yeah. And I was feeling like really down and, you know, don't want to do anything, kind of staying in bed all day. It's usually just like putting on something like My Little Pony with its colors and its very uplifting nature. I feel like that really helps in dealing with depression, anxiety, personally for me anyway. I'd say if anyone's thinking about giving the show a shot, there's nothing lost by trying, and you might find that it's something you enjoy. Worst case scenario, you're not into it. Best case scenario, you're one of us. I mean, a lot of those incel guys are also bronies, right? Or should I say a lot of those brony guys are also incels? It's probably true either way you say it. Well, they shouldn't have made Fluttershy so damn attractive then. All that stuff weirds me out, even Pokemon. Mika, Mika. Justin Zane's into the um, My oh, Little God. Pony thing, and he's also uh, got like a crush on um, Barry from Conker's Bad Fur Day. Like I'd associate with a caveman. Hi, you've reached like Barry's place. I'm not available to answer the phone. Obviously. However, if you leave your like name and number and you sound cute, I may ring you back. Ciao. I think oh he may God. even have a fursona. I've never really talked to him about it before. That would be fascinating to like get him on an episode. We could do a deep dive into the life of a brony incel and like really find out what makes him tick and why would be- we want that? <laughs> That's a great idea. I think I should develop fursonas for all of us on the show. That'd be great. Oh, dude, I want mine to be an octopus. Can uh, can a, a fursona be an octopus? I don't know. You have to wear latex and shit, I think, and oil, maybe. But aren't they supposed to be furry? So you rub against them? How about my fursona is uh, that I'm just kind of like a hairy, middle-aged white guy? Yeah, for sure, man. It's overdone. Yeah. <laughs> There's no flair to it, and that and you need to have a tail. That's the most important part because the tails have butt plugs attached to them, and that's oh, how. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's really kinky shit, you know. <laughs> you just like duct tape that thing up there. This octopus has no tail. They have eight legs though, so I could get six butt plugs with tentacles on the end of them. I don't know where I'm gonna stuff them all. I might have to stuff one in my pee hole. It's got one of those things like on the side of the thermometer where you press the button and it, you know, shoots the little uh, plastic cover off. Oh, nice. <laughs> I always do like an ejectable sleeve on my uh, fursona <laughs> butt plug. <laughs> oh, boy, this got off the rails real quick. So, yeah, I'm going to probably start playing D&D again pretty soon. My girl, uh, she wants to 
do a campaign where she's the GM and we're getting some guys together from work to start oh, doing that it. That's delightful. Yeah, you guys ever play any D&D? You should play men at work when you have men from work come over and you'd be, you'd be like, hey, song pun, come on. This sounds like a really good recipe for not having a wife and not having any friends from work anymore. I've overthought everything. Here's the snacks we're going to eat for the next two hours. Come on. Yeah, it's, you know what, Tim, you're not that far off. And John, you know, that's kind of a realistic outcome. But, you know, I'm trying to be supportive, uh, trying to be, you know, fun guy. I don't really like D&D that much. Like back when I did play D&D, I played it because like some of the guys that I played magic with played it. And I kind of liked it at first, but. Oh no! It doesn't have this like it doesn't have the same um, level of co- competition. You know, there's really no like winner in D and D. It's like infant co op mode. Yeah, you can pretty much only lose at D and D. Yeah, you can only lose at D and D. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, you can lose friends. You can lose respect. You can lose all sorts right. of shit. And uh, but the thing is, like, yeah, there's like no end game. You just play for you know. It's basically just hanging out, pretending while you hang out. I guess. See, right? my my problem with D and D is the same problem I have with Warhammer, and this is this is totally the German in me coming out. But like. Uh, I don't like games where they don't really have defined rules and you can just kind of make shit up as you go along. It's like, that's bullshit. But everyone wins that way, John. Everyone wins. No, I think Sounds we've like established that nobody wins. Nobody wins. <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody goes in with an equal level of excitement and comes out equally pissed off. So what do you think D&D should stand for? Dicks and, and, and dummies. Ha ha ha. Take that, D&D players. Well, I think in uh, Sid's case, it's going to stand for dorks and divorce. One up, up, and up, up. Uh, bummer, man. Yeah, well, we're. I'm just really hoping that our relationship is strong enough to handle a D&D campaign. <laughs> Very few are. You're going to have to find a new job, buddy. Well, luckily, nobody from management is involved in the D&D group. Um. She wanted to try and get our general manager involved, and he's like, I'll fucking do that shit. All I do is fucking snort cocaine and watch trauma movies. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, so like, I'm, I'm going to hang worse. out with him after the show. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, like your, your boss and everything, I mean, obviously that's dumb, but it's like your friends could really fuck you over at work, though. Just be careful, Sid. You don't want a, a more handsome orc walking off with your lady. I guess, man. I don't know, like... The uh, whole thing with the D&D situation with all the guys from work is like situation. I don't know, man. Uh, We all we all work like at the same place. So we have to see each other every day. And I think it'll really give us something to like look forward to and kind of talk about at work until it turns into a complete shit show and we never speak to each other again. There will be like a yeah, yeah, couple of months period where it's really endearing and like brings us closer together, man. You know, and, and we don't want to be do, too discouraging because they, they might listen to this, but uh, fuck you, Kyle, you're a dork. Ha! Take that, <laughs> bitch. Uh, here, I'll let you can edit it. Uh, I think. One of them's named Dylan. The other one's named Thomas. Dylan's a dill hole, and Thomas, 
Thomas. So yeah, there you go. Dylan Thomas? You seriously? Seriously, <laughs> Dylan Thomas? Dylan and Thomas. They're both lame. <laughs> it's all right. They're level four dorks. No, we're starting out at level three. Level four would be too OP, man. Nah, it's it's cool. It's cool. But uh just play as a bard because everyone likes to hear you sing. That's what Sandy Bell used to play as uh, back when we played D&D together. She was a bard, but she couldn't come up with a good name, so she just called it Bard. It was Bard the Bard. That's pretty good. That's a good name. It's a pretty good name. Turned out to be a pretty decent name. Strong. Yeah. And I was a minotaur named Byron, and I tried. She should have been Barb the Bard. How great is that? Barb the Bard. That's Barb the Bard. That sounds like they could have been friends with Dave the Barbarian. Y'all remember that? Dave the Barbarian? Anybody? Hello. Is this thing on? Hello. (laughs) Yes, sir. If you check out the Valentine's episode of Big Mouth on Netflix currently. Who's your Valentine? Meet Reese's Wetherspoons, my girlfriend who is things. I always blow it on Valentine's Day because I try too hard. But this year, I'm flipping the script, daddy-o. All right. Is this trying too hard? I got it at top, man. Yet it screams bottom. Uh, no, I have not. But uh, what I have been, have you seen this whole thing about the competing fire music festival documentaries? Yeah, where it had the the, the festival that they threw, and they like totally didn't set up for all the hazards that happened. It's set up for a musical festival, but... They basically got an island or rented an island. Then they they went to throw this big music festival. They said they had all these big names. So they sold out all the tickets like overnight, like $200 tickets, like people who had yachts and shit. And then then when everyone showed up there, there was like no tents for people to stand under. It was like hurricane conditions. Like they didn't have clean water, places for people to shit and eat. People were just getting sick. It was just a fucking disaster zone. But they have all these lawsuits against him now. But Snoop Dogg fucking tore it up, bro. Like, his shit, his shit was on point, dude. Private island party, bitch. Get some and get skibbies. Right? Fucking Chillax, that guy, he was so chill, man. Like, everybody was feeling pretty bad. And then Chillax came out with his weird fucking undercut and just made everybody feel way better. But they sold out because of people like they got popular Instagram people to tweet out all the shit and and it fucking just blew up. It's like that's good marketing. Yeah, but have you been have you been following the drama between the two different documentaries about the Fire Festival? Tell about this documentary rivalry. I'm intrigued. Has anybody died yet? So as we know, you know, Netflix and Hulu rivals bitter enemies and all that, and they uh apparently had simultaneous in production slash simultaneously released documentaries about the fire festival. And one of them, I think was Hulu actually paid the guy behind it to go on camera and tell his story and everything. So the one on Netflix is even a little bit shady about that. It's just like you watch them back to back. It's really kind of interesting because it is some of the same people, you know, telling uh, pretty much the same, but slightly different versions of their story. Just really interesting. 
So what we should do is make a documentary about this phenomenon of these two documentaries rivaling each oh, other yeah. on rival so platforms. Do I feel like that's the real to, story here. We need to like crowdfund for a documentary about that and then screw everybody over and then make a documentary about how we screwed everybody over about the documentaries. All right, I'm in, but I don't have a dog in the fight. I mean, I, I'm not partial to Hulu or Netflix. But I heard uh, Hulu rips off their customers, so, uh, you know, and they have shitty selection of movies. That's what I heard, man. And Netflix is awesome, so, I mean, whatever. You know, actually, you know, it's one of those things where it comes and goes, and I'm sure it has to do with kind of how much you're watching what. But, like, recently, Hulu's been pretty good to me. Um, Got to catch up on some stuff on there. And Netflix, uh, leaving it a little bit to be desired. I think shit like Netflix and Hulu is why we don't have like, you know, we used to have like double A films. It it wasn't necessarily the triple A, like big budget, big studio films, but it wasn't necessarily like a, a B movie. It was like an A movie, but you don't have those anymore. All those A movies are now being turned into like these multi-season you know, like television stories uh, rather than like movies. So you have like these budget movies that kind of are like straight to DVD and, you know, they make a shitload of them nowadays because the equipment to make movies is so much cheaper than it was, say, like 20 years ago. And you have, you know, uh, of course, the fucking Marvel this that and the other that comes out every other month. And I don't know, man, whatever happened to just like a movie like Forrest Gump, you know, like it wasn't a big budget movie, but it was still like a really good movie. It won Academy Awards, but it didn't need like, well, I guess it did have some kind of crazy effects in some parts of it, but nothing like way over the top that it would be like, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to make it. You well, know? yeah, it was actually. They, they had like Lieutenant Dan, they had the green screen shit, which was cutting edge at the time. Lieutenant Dan. Hello, Forrest. You got new legs. New legs. Yeah, I got new legs. They like cut at parts of the set so that he could swing his legs around and he wore like green socks on his legs and shit. Magic legs. Like, all that, it's seamless. You can't even tell they did it. That's how good the special effects were in that movie. It was really, really well done. They need to have uh, Forrest Gump fucking punch the shit out of Thanos. I told you. You'd die for that. Forrest! Forrest! And then, like, Jenny disappears. Lieutenant Dan's legs disappear when he snaps his finger.
Maybe Forrest Gump is a bad example. So I'll say something that came out like Raising Arizona. Y'all remember that movie with Nick Cage? Dead Junior. Hot Junior. So far, we've just been using Junior. We call him Junior. I want to say it was like one of the early um, Fairly Brothers or Coen Brothers. Brothers, Yeah, Yeah, Coen Brothers. It's a great movie, man. It's, you know, it's not a budget movie. You know, it's got you know, good action sequences in it and like good actors in it. Well, it ain't Ozzy and Harriet. Well, not necessarily good actors because Nicolas Cage, that's open to interpretation, but. And you want to know another thing? I'm going to be a better person from here on out. You know, like uh, A-list actors, you know, and, but you just don't see movies like that anymore. All the A-list actors are in these like, hundreds of millions of dollars like box office epics and movies like that just aren't really my thing man i'm more into movies like raising arizona or like you remember no country for old men that was another one it's like it had good action in it but you could tell it wasn't like some huge hundreds of millions dollars affair you can only really tell like time in in like science fiction movies and like superhero movies and shit like that stuff that's like tons of special effects because other shit they kind of hit it or they change the shot so it wouldn't look cheesy as fuck because they want you know that sense of realism i think what sid's getting at is it is a lot tougher these days to tell the difference between like a studio film like a studio produced film that's got a whole bunch of backing and everything and something that somebody's just kind of like making you know, because like the camera technology for what you can go out and get at Best Buy is just so much better than it used to be and all that. Yeah. And plus, you know, there's all these apps and shit. Well, that is one of the points I made. But I think another point I'm trying to make is that there's no middle ground anymore. You're either like this budget productions, independent, making these movies that go like straight to streaming services and they never go to theaters or you're, you know, funded by some huge freaking corporation. Movies aren't even made in Hollywood anymore. Like the producers all live out in like freaking the Middle East or Hong Kong or, you know, it's like these super rich people that own these movie studios now. And there's no like, I don't know, middle studio. There's no A movie anymore. It's either some AAA production or like a B movie. I think we just got the Arabs involved. Holy shit. What's the hero dose of THC that you need to follow Sid's train of thought? (laughs) So what you do is you want to start off an episode of Blazin' doing a green crack. You're going to want to go with the green crack and then about... Uh, about now when you get after my first like nonsensical stoner rant you're gonna want to switch that over to some train wreck but you don't want the cali you want the afghani variety then once tim has had his third blunt and john holland is completely given up hope of trying to make a legitimate podcast anymore then you're gonna want to switch to the headband that's a mixture of uh og and sour diesel and that should put you where you need to be to get the most enjoyment out of the episode of Blazin'. About Red Dead Redemption stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Yeah, is that game still like you have to ride your horse for fucking forty five minutes to get somewhere? Yeah, it's a uh, feature, not a bug. I don't know. Like I seriously, like I haven't, I haven't freaking played that game in, like a month now. Yeah, I just think a lot of people were turned off by it because like. 
it's basically like a pay to win model online. Uh, they tried to uh, recreate what they did with GTA five, but since GTA, five, yeah, once, yeah, seriously, once GTA five, when GTA five came out, that was before the Arabs came out with the star Wars game. It, like people got really pissed off having to pay money for like things that were necessary to, you know, play the game like Fortnite. The reason why people don't care about wasting a bunch of money on that game is the stuff you waste your money on is like cosmetic details, like, you know, a finish for your gun or some tuxedo that you wear while you play or something like that. Like people don't care paying money for useless shit, but when you got to pay, uh, you know, 14 gold bars for a fucking, uh, you know, uh, pistol that's completely necessary to even complete a mission in this red dead two online. Like people aren't going to want to come off of real money in order to like, that shouldn't be a barrier to entry. You already paid $60 or whatever for the game. So if you want to play online, you shouldn't have to pay more just to be able to play. I currently have no idea if we're talking about red dead redemption or the fire music festival. <laughs> no, this is bullshit. I feel you, Sid. They charge way too much for those fucking tokens for those private internet ladies. I think Sid's onto something. They sh- this is bullshit. This shouldn't be a barrier to entry. I mean, I paid for a fucking computer and I pay my internet bill. So <laughs> take your clothes off, you slut. Oh, that reminds me of something that happened on Big Mouth. What you doing here? Oh, Jesus. Okay, very cute. Oh, mm-hmm. oh God, this feels so good. I'm going to come. Oh, my God. Oh! Oh! It's a little overdone, don't you? Oh! It's so good. So good. Oh, boy. Well, see, so here's the thing with Big Mouth. They rely on Nick Kroll way too much yeah, to form the characters. And once, I mean, once the Arabs buy Nick Kroll, they're not going to be able to make that show anymore. They're going to buy Nick Kroll and force him to do belly dances and shit. It's a Valentine's Day episode, so it's 45 minutes long, and they really go, they delve deep into the, like, the pillow fucking, you know, three-way. He he has a male pillow. You really that know how to spell it, the Tim. Story really... <laughs> the guy that fucked the pillow. <laughs> I know. It, it was the one that's... It was the one that sold Sid on the show. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> you look nice, bro. So fit, Mr. Perfect. You exercise? I mean, I jump on the trampoline in my backyard. Hell yeah, you do. I bet you have the best body in your grade. I don't know exactly. Wait, wait what, what do you want, Brad? Oh, what do you think I want, bro? Listen, as as much as I'd love to dump a full load of tzatziki in you, I, I, I don't know that I should. I, I have a girlfriend, Suzette. Oh, I know that pillow. So does every cake boy at GNC. Besides, I could keep a secret, bro. My lips stay shut when I'm not sucking you off. Oh, wow. I mean, right. Okay. Very cool. Okay. There's a male pillow and a female pillow, and now they're fighting over the guy's attention. And so, because he, he's kind of like curious if he's gay or not. So, I mean, he, he does gay stuff with the, with the male pillow, and then he does regular stuff with the female pillow. <laughs> oh, my God. Where those I'm gonna I'm gonna rush out watch this. season one uh, in there too because those weird swinger pillows were like 
Those were fucking nasty pillows, man. Yeah, those he's he, those are the relate. He's got relationships with both of them. Hey, you want to know what makes you feel really, really normal? You go on Reddit and you go to the Ask Anything and pick any thread related to any kind of puberty, and you're gonna feel so freaking normal when you see stuff that people are copying to. Well, I feel normal when I watch Big Mouth John. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of shows that are addressing the topics that I go through. You know, like I, I tried to fuck a pillow for a long time, but I didn't know the relationship dynamics and what what I should do. You know, but now I just think it's so funny to suck dick. Well, yeah, of course, it's hilarious. Oh my God, Suzette! How could you? And with a couch cushion, you basically fucked a fart, Jay. Suzette, I swear to God, all he did was suck me off, and mostly as a joke. It was Logan Paul level hilarious. Jay, look at you. You're literally in a closet. What the hell are you doing? I, I, I don't know. Everybody wants me. I'm very confused. And hard again? <laughs> okay. Wow. Now, now I know. Tim is like a medical phenomena because he's well into his 30s, but is still in puberty. I treat her like a lady, no matter who it is or what it is. Do you have an anime body pillow? Is that like the kind of pillow that you're fucking? Is it? Is that your waifu? Oh, do I? Sid, step into my collection room. He's got a freaking weed chant. That's his, uh, that's his pillow. It's, it's, it's not, not a fleshlight, John. It's a fleshlight section. section. All right. We got everything from the, the Gizder Guzdal all the way up to the, the Wizder Bang. And the Wizder Bang, you know, it has a little anal thing, but I mean, you don't have to use that part. Once again, totally not sure if we're talking about pillow waifus or we're talking about uh, Red Dead Redemption. Right. Deep philosophical question here. If Tim gets, a, gets a body pillow, Featuring Millie from Red Dead Redemption 2, who we know is only 13 and a half years old, and he fucks him. Does that make him a pillow pedophile? I want to get Justin a pillow of that 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 shit from that cartoon he likes. What's what's the name? My Little Pony. <laughs> no, he likes that. He's gonna get a Paw Patrol pillow waifu. You said he, he thought something was cute on another show. I want to get him a pillow of that. Oh, um, oh my god. Yeah, he likes Blue's Clues. We can get him a Blue's oh, Clues no. pillow wife. <laughs> Thank God it's a big comfy couch. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from? It's a letter from our dominatrix. Lay down, you fucking piece of shit. Lick my boot. <laughs> More like we got a letter from the IRS that says we haven't filed in five years. We got a letter from my mom that says, move the fuck out. <laughs> the only thing keeping the lights on here is is, is good old uh, Papa, Papa, Papa Jeff, we'll call him. <laughs> we, got, we got a letter from Fortnite and Apex saying, don't you ever dare mention our names on your podcast again. Right. Shout out to Eric Stout, who is, is a loyal a loyal Patreon also a Patreon member also. And he's also the guy who's updating our website. So... Go check that out. It's, it's a, the updated all the time. BlazingComedy.com. Thanks, Eric, for that. Right, Sid? Who else do we have in our Patreon, Sid? Uh, we just recently got a bunch of patrons from uh, the Titanfall 3 Patreon because now that Apex Legends is out, they're like, well, this isn't going to happen anymore. So they're back in a new horse. Blazing Battle Royale. 
coming in 2021. I'm going to make it out of glue and construction paper God, and glitter. <laughs> I'm going to put so much glitter into this video game. It's going to be like going to the titty bar. We need to charge people like $4,000 a pop to download our Battle Royale game. And then when you get there, it's nothing but videos of the Fire Music Festival. No, bro. It's free to play, but we got to charge 99 cents a bullet. And after one game, we'll be fucking millionaires. <laughs> God damn, that, that would actually be a like you ever uh, play that game super hot. You know, where you nah. have like limited bullets to accomplish a task, but then you could start charging people 99 cents for a new one. That'd be a great business model. Fuck yeah, that's Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> also, buy my daughter's Girl Scout cookies, motherfuckers. Yeah. Tam Tam has the most awkward self promotion wedged in there. It makes like the makes the PBS pledge drives look like freaking art. Can pay PayPal? I want Samoas, man. That's okay, so things. so when did they stop going door to door? I mean, like, which I totally get because that's probably really dangerous, you know. But it's like at least where I'm at, all they do is they set up in parking lots now. Like you, you don't even order Girl Scout cookies. Well, John, they're entrepreneurs, all right. And the thing is, you know, you got to think big if you want that trip to Tahiti. You can't just be fucking poking around the same old wells. You got to fucking go to a big pond with some big fish. Girl Scout cookies are an MLM now. They're up there with freaking Amway and Sensi and everything. They gave up on the direct business model. Location, location, location. It's fucking genius. It's great. We just got a new uh, patron, uh, Mr. Al Walid bin Talal. With uh, 640000 uh, I'm not sure what kind of money this is. It's the Saudi Arabian money. I think we just got bought by the Saudi Arabians. Yeah, I think he's paying us some copies for Red Dead Redemption, too. Oh, shit. Shit, I'm getting an email, Sid. You know, Comic Cola has just been sold. Uh, we'd like to. <laughs> Praise Allah. Welcome to Blazing Comedy. This is terrible. This is terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> this is awful. I mean, we, we are already the infidel podcast, right? I mean, now we're just like. It's fucking legit. We're gonna be the only podcast that's upset both the Muslims, the furries, and the Fortnite players. Yeah. And there you go. I feel like there's probably a lot of overlap in at least two out of three of those communities. Southern poverty. So we didn't actually piss off. Group. Yeah, we didn't actually piss off that many people, John. It's cool. Well, there's nobody that listens to this. So <laughs> we can only piss off so many. Right. As long as we don't piss off each other, then we're good. Yo, and uh, we we're gonna be there bi-weekly, bi-monthly podcast on all things balalaka. Oh my god. Uh, related, right, Sid? car bomb detonates at suburban <laughs> Colorado man's house. Every time I think that there's no new way this thing can go sideways, we find a way. So, fellas, what uh, evil, infidelic American television shows have you been watching on our internet streaming services this week? Also, movies. I don't know. I said I was a female to save money on taxes, so now I have to watch everything through a sheet, a hole in a sheet. It's, it's just terrible. 
God, why didn't we sell out fucking Comet Cola? I have no idea what any of that means. Oh, man. <laughs> Tim's so right, goddamn so high, he doesn't even my know which movie slash show of the week. Uh, I actually watched this back at Christmas, but I haven't talked about it yet. Holmes and Watson, the new movie uh, starring Will Ferrell and John C. Oh, Riley. The team uh, from Step Brothers and Talladega Nights, which were two classic comedy movies, which this is not one of those. It was uh, pretty mediocre. Uh, they go for more like highbrow humor and then just cut in with like a bunch of dick and fart jokes. So I, I don't know. Like they, I feel like this is just kind of a grab at the popularity of these kind of like Victorian crime procedurals now. And they had this script and they're like, Oh fuck. If we get Will Ferrell and John C. Riley to do this, then people might think it'll be the next step brothers. And that's exactly uh, how they're going to lure you into watching this pretty mediocre turd. Thanks for the warning, Sid, but I mean, yeah. I got to still see it though. John C. Riley. It's it could be the next Step Brothers. I don't know. You, maybe you know. I can't wait to see it like on an airplane or something. So here's the thing: it's not a terrible movie. Like it's not a bad movie, and it's not a boring movie. Like I was uh, properly entertained. I only had to hit my oil pin at one point during it, you know, to you know stay interested, and it you know is pretty good. So I would recommend checking it out on like a streaming service, which I'm sure it will be included for free on something, you know, probably not Hulu, probably not Hulu, probably not Hulu, probably like Amazon. It'll be like included with prime probably by St. Patrick's day. So Netflix will definitely have it. So check that out on Netflix. Um, also, should we get into some wacky news? Oh yes, yeah. Please. Yeah. Man. Wacky news. We're ready. Oh boy. Netflix is awesome. Um, Hulu sucks, right? <laughs> right. But that's, that's not news. That's not news. That's just, you know, facts. Or what, you know, everybody knows. Right. <laughs> oh, God. and Comedy's Wacky News. We leave no pot leaf unturned. We cover all the hard-hitting topics. Like hard as ball sacks. <laughs> Police seek volunteers to drink to excess. Uh, whew. So let me just read this thing. The police department in PA sought volunteers to help train police officers in sobriety tests. And uh, basically they got volunteers off of Facebook and they got it in record time. Like people volunteered in no time. It's like, does that something you want to do? Sid, you want to go get drunk around a bunch of cops? Fuck yeah. Getting drunk around cops is awesome, dude, because they usually know a lot of fucking dirty jokes. They can tell you some really fucked up stories about people you know, and if somebody comes in their trip and they got a gun, they'll shoot that motherfucker and get away with it, especially if he's black or Muslim. The volunteers must be available on April 4th, 2019 between 2.30 p.m. and 7 p.m. Alcohol will be provided. However, you will not receive any compensation for your time. In order to be eligible, you must meet the below criteria. Volunteer requirements. Be in good health between ages 25 to 40. So they want you to be hammered by 7 p.m.? Fuck yeah. Cops know how to party, man. Is this one of these things where they... Uh 
mistakenly did it like an open invite or something instead of to a closed group. Probably like, oh, that was supposed to, I did, emailed the, everyone my dick pic. God damn. Grandma. It's going to be weird at Thanksgiving. Speaking of which, would you guys like rate my dick pic? It's like, I just want to like make sure that it looks good before I send it to this girl. Like. Are, we, wait, are we rating the dick or the quality well, of the no, picture? Well, no, I mean like, yeah, just the quality of the picture. Like, does it look classy? You know, like, how is the lighting? <laughs> Shadow. <laughs> classy like a uh, gas station rose. It's a six. No, I mean, your balls look like a six, like a number six. You're stretchy as fuck. It's well, I set the tripod on my balls. <laughs> Get the balls out of there, just and then take a picture of the dick only. Because <laughs> tripod—that's what they call me, ladies. I lean a little bit to the left, but that's what they like. If your G spot's a little bit to the left, hit me up. Do you think there is a website out there where you can like have people rate your dick? Because dude, like how, that, how have you been on that's a billion dollar idea. Not. People do that. <laughs> People were doing that like before the internet was a thing. They were sending like you know asking text of their dick and having people rate it. Oh uh, man, I remember before the internet worked. Me and my friends used to play this game where we'd take a shit around oh, the same please. time to see. That reminds me of the next story. That reminds me of the next story. Oh, all right, said. I don't know where you're going with that, but. <laughs> Let's dive right back into the toilet. They found a working USB thumb drive found in leopard seal poop. Which reminds me, I need to find better ways to dispose of those pictures than feeding it to leopard seals. Yeah, way, way to go. Freaking transitioning away from Sid's dick pics right into a USB drive in poop. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that was a joke. I There's no USB drive that could fit a picture of my dick it's way too big i had to like re i had to like stop halt the show and relay it over here into another fucking terrible place that's i'm glad you noticed that john thank you yeah maybe well Master don't class. leopard seals eat penguins maybe it was a penguins usb drive you know those motherfuckers Good do point. linux and shit so yeah they just make those damn usb drives too fucking tough you know what I mean? What do I have to do? You smash the thing? Fucking break it up? Or just like, maybe, I don't know. I need somewhere to store my, my safe pictures. Why does anybody use those memory cards like that used to be with the PS2? Those things are fucking awesome. They reminded me of something from Metal Gear. Yeah, and they fit perfectly in your like little watch pocket. And you're like, plow. They're like so easy to lose, though. And then once you lose that, all your fucking saves are gone, bro. You're back to the beginning. What I want to know is I want to know the brand of this USB drive that survived being shit out. Because, I mean, I freaking leave one in my pants pocket and after one washing, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they say that seal poop uh, cleans most electronics. So it, it actually came out better. It was... Downloaded data faster than wow. Whew. Whew. Uh, next story. I know when I'm running low on like isopropyl alcohol to clean my household devices. You know, I just reach for some leopard seal poop in a pinch, man. If I don't feel like going out to the drugstore, start bottling the leopards. 
a Florida man threatens to kill his neighbor with kindness, and kindness is the name of his machete. <laughs> this reminds me of you, John. Kill, you. kill us with kindness. That was a good transition. A Florida man is behind bars after allegedly threatening to kill his neighbor. Stewart of Milton was arrested on Thursday after an incident that allegedly happened Wednesday evening. It began when two of Stewart's neighbors went to the suspect's house concerned about yelling and banging that had come from the home all day. So then, yeah, he fucking... It's, it's Machete's name. That's the whole story. Now, when you say banging... Like, we talking about Pound Town? Nah, he was just, like, fucking breaking shit around his apartment, and they came to check on him, and then he fucking, like, came out with his machete. When the cops came to be like, hey, you threaten these guys with machete? He's like, no, I was trying to kill him with kindness. And then they, then they find out that he calls his machete kindness, so he wasn't lying. But, um, shh. You know, naming inanimate objects used to be badass until that whole Walking Dead bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had a stick that we wrapped with tacks coming out of it that, like, we're like, if anyone ever comes in, we'll fucking hit it with that. We called it the gash happener, and we had it by the door in my, like, like, dorm shit, and then my fucking RA came in and stepped on it. It was a bad deal. Oh, uh, dude. Bad deal. Yeah, when my dad was working up in Chicago and had to go through some shady neighborhoods, he used to carry this thing around he called the Attitude Adjuster, and it was like a literal club. I mean, like when you're, when you're like playing D&D or something and like a level one club, that's exactly what it looks like. It was actually a piece of uh, faulty furniture, like a leg for a table. Or no, it was a chair, a leg for a chair that had not been milled right on the lathe, you know, <laughs> and he just carried this. Leg for a chair, leg for a table. Sounds like my dick again, ladies. So, I mean, naming weapons is kind of lame and cliche now, but what about naming other inanimate objects like your car? Or like, I remember that show, uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. He named his tattoo, which I always thought was really cool. I want to get a tattoo okay. of a person. Name naming it. a car is lame unless you go all the way like and kill bill <laughs> nice. i name everything john this lighter here this is this is old sparky that over there that glass of milk that's old fucking cow tit juice <laughs> <Cup. Whoa. laughs> that's the cup i use for cow tit juice also known as milk come on well this is good names great names man oh no one else does that? Oh, shit. Yeah, man, all the time, bro. You couldn't stop me from doing it. I named my dick Scrambles the Death Dealer, but it's not really an inanimate object. It's live. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Police raid a home for meth and also find a dead bald eagle. Oh, shit. When police in Anderson, Missouri, searched two homes on Tuesday, they seized 58 grams of methamphetamines, a gun stolen, an ATV, and a stolen horse trailer. Oh, and something else, a dead bald eagle. The bizarre discovery came after the Ozarks Drug Enforcement Team, you know, looked at the guy. The guy <laughs> looks fucking crazy. I mean, this is crazy. Cra crazy for the Ozarks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> His mugshot is fucking ridiculous. Like, how does this guy get All a bald right, eagle? Hold on. You slug. Bald eagle is a Stay clear of this guy. This guy then, man. I want to. I want to see this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never been to Ozarks before. I've been to Arkansas oh. once before, though, and I'll tell you, man, Arkansas is a 
That's a wild, that's wild country right there, man. This guy looks like the guy from Jumanji. Holy fuck. <laughs> has not had a job in like 15 years. He's still got those fucking, that killer mustache, but it's great a bit. It is great a bit. He looks a little haggard. Looks like he's not hunting big, big, big game anymore. Maybe he was like in the Walmart parking lot and the Eagles like, hey, man, you got a lighter. And like that set him off. Maybe him and the Eagle were like doing meth together and the Eagle fucking OD'd. And he's like, oh, shit, Eagle, you are my fucking companion. And he was so sad, dude. So he like stole this ATV and like this horse trailer and was coming up with this big plan to like off himself by like driving the ATV into the horse trailer. But luckily the police caught him and he's going to get his life turned around. And he won't end up like Eagle. Yeah. yeah, we're all presuming the man is the bad guy in this, but maybe the Eagle was a bad influence. <laughs> right? Maybe, you know, the, the Eagle just inspired him. And he this man was so American that there was really no line that he would cross in the name of freedom, including stealing horse trailers and ATVs and doing shitloads of meth. This guy looks like he hasn't slept since 2003, man. I mean, like, this is <laughs> fucking really good math, dude. <laughs> this, this guy looks like the bugs are worried about him crawling on them. Fuck. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> so if a Girl Scout is selling cookies in Muslim country and not accompanied by her dad... Will she be executed? The Samoas do surprisingly well over there. The Samoas? Yeah, dude, Samoas are fucking awesome cookies, man. Uh, no, they're the ones with the peanut butter are the best. Oh, Tagalongs? Yeah, those are pretty good. That's like close second, but I don't know. I love coconut, bro. You need like a glass of milk with that shit or something? Yeah, just... yeah those ones are terrible because it gets all in your teeth and everything. Ugh. Oh, bro, I love that. It means you're still tasting it for like hours afterwards, man. It has staying power. That's what you want in your cookies is staying power. (laughs) All right. A moose chases skiers at a Colorado resort in Breckenridge, Colorado. A woman, in an effort to warn others of dangers of a moose, posted a video on social media and it went viral saying, What a dumbass! Get away from that damn moose, lady. This is why fucking illegal immigrants, because clearly this is a fucking illegal Canadian immigrant that causing trouble for good American people. Yeah, we need two walls. We need one on the northern border. Hey, look out for that moose, eh? And the final story of Wagon News of the evening. I'm sorry, this, this is it. <laughs> what a shame. Toddler rescued... From Pizzeria's claw machine, a toddler climbed up into a claw machine at a Alabama uh, pizzeria. This two-year-old was rescued uh, as the manager was called because that's all they needed. Get the key to fucking get the damn kid out of there. But it makes it sound like they used the claw. What a clever story title. Sid? 
They really should have used the claw. It would have been way better because I happen to know for a fact Alabama is home to the world champion claw machine player, a man who once clawed out a 750-pound platinum pendant. It was an Aerosmith logo. Do you ever see those videos on Netflix of the dudes who clearly have some kind of like, you know, autism or something like that who can just like ninja shit out of claw machines? Diamond Dave's Ninji School. Ninji School, yeah. If you want to be a ninja. <laughs> so, uh, you know what I like? Uh, there's this this video where it has like all these uh, like iPhones on the back rack, and the claw goes over and clips the back rack and like lifts it, and it just dumps all the iPhones into the fucking thing. It's like, it'd be so great. Just be like, fuck you. What the fuck kind of claw machines have iPhones in it? Like, what kind of crazy oh, ass... Like, or like they've got like a you, fucking Nintendo Switch in there, or like an iPhone, or a, a PlayStation, or something, and and there's a it's like that's the only thing of value. Everything else is like those little shitty ten cent plush dolls. You like never ever see anyone win those. Okay, I would not want to be fucking winning a PlayStation from a claw machine because don't they like drop it down the fucking chute and you got to get it out of the shit? I want a PlayStation. <laughs> It's like in pieces. You're like, what the fuck? It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to play goddamn Apex Legends on this shit? It was dropped a thousand times on the way over there. God, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, uh, man. Speaking of PlayStation, you know, there's a new console on the market. It's Mahakana Box. And uh, there's lots of good games coming into it uh yeah it's, it's totally called... portable you just uh, strap it to your chest and walk into a crowd of people <laughs> oh my okay you took it way too dark i can't <laughs> i guess you have to be a man to order it or know a man and have him vouch for you in court if you want to order one and uh that you have to you have to provide paperwork saying that you're not going to read books i don't know what that means but go ahead and pick one up today yeah, launch titles include uh, Infidel Onslaught, Camel Race, and then, of course, oh the uh, world-famous uh, Super Akhmalai twins. They look the same. They, like, eat mushrooms. They don't get big or anything. They just eat. Camel kebabs are are 50 cents off at, at Jalakas. Go on down now. Pick up a pound today. Or they or Metro. What's a Metro? What are they? They don't do pounds, do they? I don't. A kilo. Get, get a kilo. Oh, my today. God. <laughs> go, go get a kilo today. So this is the uh, time when you now switch to the headband, just in case you were wondering. This is this would be a good time to fire up the headband. <laughs> See, Sid, this is what the show would be like if it was kind of like had more of these, you know, sitar and shit music like you like. This is kind of nice, huh? Yeah, I guess, man. Yeah. Kind of swampy <laughs> Why would a show sponsored by Arabs have a freaking Indian music in the background? Well, Saudi music kind of sounds like it. I mean, it's similar. Right? Yeah, they call that racism. Yeah, like they have those like oh, like ding dongs and bing bing. Doing this It's like episode. it's like you got a bunch of Irish people doing their uh, their stupid uh, river dance stuff, except it's to like freaking German marches. You're right. There's a lot of like wailing in Saudi Arabia music where it's like oh, no, oh, no. and then um, in Sid's type music it's a lot of music that goes ding, 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 ding. <laughs> right? I got oh, you. God. At least it's not Japanese oh, which is no. like dun, 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 dun. You know, like, let me break it down for you, John. 
Let me stereotype music from across the globe. Yeah, How about a sad uh, trombone sound some, effect. I want to hear some K-pop. Do some K-pop. Oh, chi chi wow, chi chi wow, big girl, bono, bono, bow. I don't need no I do love girl, bing da, bing do bow, love girl, bing da, bing do why, love girl. Okay, let's change it. The name of this episode needs to be Love Girl. I want to fucking dance in soju and go fucking sing that karaoke now, man. Yeah, no kidding. Nori Bong. All right, it's time to wrap it up. It's just, let's wrap Wait. up this uh, bean burrito and call it a day. Sid, where we can find you. So head on over to the Sid Swami YouTube. I'm going to be uh, fucking streaming some Apex Legends and Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy um, and Snapchat. Hit me up at the Sid Swami where I uh, just uploaded uh, the Carpathian National Anthem because um, we... Uh, that's an inside joke. We use a Carpathian cemetery to describe the way our brains feel. And we have had too many dabs and uh, finally needed to make a song for it. So y'all can check that out at those two platforms. Get your uh, SIDS vidges. John, did you hear they're coming out with another pet cemetery takeoff but they spelled cemetery yes, with an s yes, i have why would they spell cemetery with an s would they always do that so it can be a cemetery i don't know i thought i think it was weak but they still say stephen king's based on stephen king's novel so if they didn't pay for the rights why can't they use the fucking name or was it always cemetery Lit- literally 10 seconds ago tim was trying to wrap it up i just i have to know john you're the smartest person I'm, here I it, need, it always was I need with to know. S, dude what why the would they do that? all right john where can we find you because it was made by a fucking little kid, dude. Uh, you can find me at the incorrect uh, location provided to me by the instructions at uh, the local directional university for this stupid fucking certification thing. That's where you can find me. Once you're certified, though, man, I definitely want to get some of that uh, discount plastic surgery. I still need that penis reduction. Isn't cemetery spelled with a C? Am I am I crazy? Yes, it is, Tim. It's spelled with a C, and they spelled it with an S. <laughs> this it was spelled by like a three year old kid, dude. Like, have you ever seen the movie? He fucking makes the sign. He doesn't know how to spell because he's a little kid. And he gets hit by a car. And they fucking bury him. He comes back to life and he fucking slashes Achilles tendons. And it's fucking totally disturbing and not as good as Tommy Knocker's It or The Sand. So that's just my. Go over to Sid's YouTube channel where he has more movies in a minute, where he describes movies in under a minute, and he will, that was Pet Cemetery. that was a blink into, all right, good night everybody. Pet Cemetery or Pet Cemetery? I don't know how to spell. Nor do I. I mean, it's just one letter away from all being right. cemetery. It's sedimentary, which... they're a bunch of rocks. Good night everybody! Wacky! Geology joke! Yeah! Hey! Are you going to sing? Yeah, but it's not a song. 
It's my life. It's my life. It's my life.
Don't believe me. I'm a true liar.